Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Praise God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Here we are. Yes, here, here we, we are. are. Another day that our Lord has made, we shall continue to rejoice and be glad in it. God is good. God is good. He's a good God, and he's not mad at us. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. You mean he's not mad at us? He's not mad he's at not us. He's not punishing us. He's not punishing he us. He loves us. He loves Glory us. Glory to God. He loves us. He oh, loves isn't that you. something to be excited about? Amen. We have, we're bringing you good news. We don't have any reason to be afraid of him, do we? None. No. He's a God Glory of love. God. He's a God of love. Yes. He's a God that blesses. Yes. Yeah, he's a God that said that we're blessed with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ, in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory what to a God. place to be. Seated in him. Seated in him. Woo. Glory to God. So, that oh. means I should get everybody to say this morning. Okay. And they can repeat after me if they will, if they believe it. Mm -hmm. All right. That if I give up and surrender my concepts of who I think I am, Give up and consider my concepts of who I, I think, think I am. The old man. The old man. And actually put on the new man. And actually put on the new man. Who is formed in Jesus Christ. Who is formed in Jesus Christ. Christ. Then, to the degree that I choose to live from my new man. Then to the degree that I choose to live from my new man. I will become more and more like Jesus. I will become more and more like Jesus. I will become more and more of capable of living and doing the very things that Jesus did. I will become more and more capable of living and doing the things that Jesus did. The question is, the do question I believe is, this in my heart? Woo, do, I do I believe it in my heart? Mm. Amen. Amen. I believe, I believe, believe it in, in my, my heart. heart. I believe it because he said it. I believe it because it's in his word. Yes. Glory to God. Oh, Hallelujah. We are excited. Glory yes. be to God. You should be yes, excited. Thank you for being here. Thank you that you have your Bibles handy, that you have your notes, that you are ready to hear from the Word of God. Yes, indeed. Oh, and I want to say, this is something I just learned yesterday, Pastor. Hmm. With you guys, um, they're getting on to Facebook, right? I don't know what you just said. Is this on Facebook? Oh, okay. Listen. <laughs> Listen. With, I'm, I want you, you know how you like, like, like? We want you to love, love, love. Also, we want you to comment. Because in that social media, the way it all works, they don't really recognize the likes. They recognize the loves. And they recognize the comments. This is something I learned in the meeting yesterday. Oh, good. And promoting, and promote, and promoting that, and we're promoting Jesus Christ. And share. Love, comment, and share. Glory be to God. We're asking listen. you to do that. That's on that side. On this side, listen and receive. Glory be to God. Write notes if you can. Yes. Go back yes, and investigate yes. whether what we're saying is true or not. What is it found in the Word of God? Is it the reality of God's Word for your life? Let me tell you. The Word of God is your daily bread, and you need your daily bread. Amen. And you need to make sure that you're eating the right bread. Amen. So go back and search out these scriptures and 
and write them down and you know and, and you know you you can always pull a video back up and get it but but um you need this word you need to react you need the truth to the word of god amen we're gonna do some weed killing today Ooh, i love that I, your subject title yeah weed killing yep killing the weeds amen amen, amen. one of the weeds one of the greatest weeds before we get started i want to do something special i want to pray for a couple of people okay, okay? I want to lift up, I understand there's a sister that's related to uh, Jamal and his family, and she is fighting for her life right now. But we know that mm -hmm. Jesus is healer. Yes, he is. That he is the healer. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He is the healer. So if we want to come, if we agree, all right, there's, we're going to agree uh, on, on what we're going to pray to ask God to do for this sister. I need her name again. Valerie Chavis. We're going to lift up Sister Chavis, Sister Valerie Chavis. She's, she's from what I understand, she's, um, she's fighting for her life. Okay? We're going to make a declaration today, she'll live and not die. And why? Because Jesus is a healer. She's a born-again believer. She's in the family of God. All right? And she's had some challenges in her body, but Jesus is a healer. These are circumstances. So we're going to pray right now in the name of Jesus for her health and wholeness. We're going to lift up Sister Chavis. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Jesus above all. Jesus' name that is above every name. A name that is above every name and all the authority and power is ignited by that name Jesus Christ. And so in the name of Jesus, we come to you, first of all, thanking you and praising you, lifting you up for being a good God that you are. And praising you and thanking you for the provisions that you have made for your children. We are your children. Sister Chavis is your child, Lord God. Now, Father, we declare this day that no weapon formed against our sister can prosper. And we declare this day what you declared in your word. Jesus was wounded for her transgression. He was bruised for her iniquities. The chastisement of her peace was upon him. And with his stripes, she is healed. So we make that declaration. Sister Chavis, body of Sister Chavis, you are healed and you are whole. It is the Spirit of God in her that quickens your mortal body. And we declare this morning healing in her body. Lord, we thank you that you will send your ministry angels to... Uh, to her body, yes, and that Lord you Jesus. heal her body. The Holy yes, Spirit, that you're healing her body based on the Word of God spoken, yes, the Word of God believed, and the Word of God spoken. And we believe that Jesus is a healer. Yes, and we send healing yes. virtue and power yes. into that hospital, yes. into her body, in the name of yes. Jesus. And we declare body healed in the name of Jesus, that she will live and not die. And she fulfill the call that's on her life. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Do you agree Amen. with it, that word Amen. this morning? Yes, Amen. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. We thank you for so healing virtue and healing power. And Father, we lift up all those. We thank you for Brother Scott as you strengthen his body day by day. Lord God, because you have a, oh, well, you have plans and, and you have things for Scott to do. And Lord God, that he is... Uh, he will fulfill the call that's on his life. Yes, Lord Jesus. We yes, thank you, Father. Yes, we yes. thank you for him, and we 
Thank you for his family. We call them the, the righteous and the seed of the righteous. They're all healed. Blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Aren't you excited? Glory be to God. You, when you have anything in your body that you're dealing with, receive that prayer for your body. That's right. It's the same Amen. Jesus. Receive that That's prayer right. in Jesus' name. Tell your body based yes. on what you believe. You'll be healed in Jesus' name. Tell your body. Yes. Your body will tell you some other things. You yes. tell it what you believe that yes. Jesus is your healer. Glory, glory, glory. Your body must line up in Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Well, let's yes. do some weed killing. Let's do some weed killing. Amen. You know, we've been, we've been talking about pride. And I'm going to tell you, pride is deadly. It is a weed that will choke you out. It will take you out. It will put you out bay from the word of God. It will put. It will cause you to have more confidence in yourself than in the power of God. And I'm here to tell you something. Without God in your life, without God having control in, in your life, you're... You're useless. Mm -hmm. and, and I mean that. In other words, let me put it this way. Maybe that's a strong term. But without God in your life, without God working in your life, you're limited. You're living in... in uh, there are limits to what you can do when you have an unlimited God. Mm -hmm. Why live in a box when you can live in, in the kingdom of God mm -hmm. and allow Him to be God in you? Does that make sense? Amen. Amen. No limitations. No limitations. He's an unlimited God. Amen. Thank you. Thank Amen. you, Father, for being an unlimited God. So pride is, is the main thing. It's the main thing that will cause you to, to not walk in who God and what God prepared for you to walk in in this in this life. And I'm not talking about when we get into the kingdom when we're when we're with him, you know, through eternity. I'm talking about right now. Mm -hmm. He says he wants you to rule and reign in life in, in Christ Jesus now. Amen? Amen? But pride will cause you not to do that. And we looked at... And we mm -hmm. have been, like, as you know, those of, your, those of mm -hmm. you who follow us, you know, constantly, you know that I started this back in December, and mm -hmm. it was a, the Holy Spirit impressing upon Pastor's heart to continue, but to go even deeper. And because... Pride, when we think of pride, we think of things like somebody is, oh, they are, you know, they're so stuck on themselves. Or we think of things, um, not, how am I trying to say this? We just, we think of it as a surface fleshly thing. But what we're doing now, and what Pastor and I are doing, and is because there's so many multifaceted places that pride can get a hold in, in our lives. Even as believers, that pride can get a hold. And if you, if, in, if, all, if you are a person who's saying, well, they've been talking about pride, I'm tired of hearing about pride, you need to listen because there's something you need that's to really going to listen. Yes, mm -hmm. there's something that's going to be said that you need to hear. Uh -huh. so because the enemy doesn't want all these areas that he uses, these subtleties that he uses to keep us in this place that we shouldn't be. He doesn't want us to know about it. Exactly. He wants us, he wants to keep it hidden. That that saying, you know, you throw the rock and hide your hand. He doesn't, he wants to 
come at you, but he doesn't want you to know what area he's coming at you. Yeah. He wants that. So please, stay with us for as long as the Lord will have us minister this. Stay with us. That's because right. if we haven't come into your house, we're coming. That's right. So please stay with us. Please listen to what the Lord is saying about, um, about this subject. That's right. You, you said it You said it right. Pride is multifaceted. Yes. It goes into every crack, corner, and crevice that you let it come into because it comes to destroy you. Yes. Amen. Yes. Remember we saw over in 1 Peter chapter 5 the other week where the scripture says, Be sober and be vigilant because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And that, and that comes on the heels of talking about... Uh, talking about um, uh, pride, talking about um, humility, you know. So if he can keep you, if he can keep you in pride, he can, he can devour you. And keep you in pride with your not knowing. Not even, don't even know it. Don't even know it. Amen. Amen. We're going to expose a lot of those things over the next couple of weeks, I believe, and we're going to see some things. But right now, we're going to take a look at pride. Yes, and the scripture that we've used the whole month of December was only Proverbs 13th, and I know you guys all know it by heart. Only by pride. Only. Come, only. Just only by pride comes only contention. One way. one way pride comes. Only by pride comes contention. But with the well-advised is wisdom. And we're equipping them to be the well-advised. Well-advised. Exactly. Now, now listen to this. Pride. Only by pride comes contention. What is contention? Quarreling is strife, and with strife comes anger and envy and jealousy and malice and bitter conflict, discord, antagonism, struggle, mm. clash, competition, rivalry. With quarreling comes what? Anger, Dispute, angry dispute, yeah. altercation, disagreement. You know, breaking up friendships, destroy yes. it will destroy yes. you and, and and cause you to try to destroy other people. Yes. Amen. But with the well of eyes. Finding fault. That's right. Finding fault. Finding fault. Finding fault in everybody else but yourself. Yes. There's an old yes. saying I said, when you got one finger pointed at me, you got four more pointed back at you. Mm. Amen. Mm. That's that's pride. Mm. But the well advised, they take advice well. They're teachable, right? Yes. They advise well. Yes. <laughs> they know how to give and take counsel. Because of their source. Amen. Amen. That's right. Easy to guide. They're skillful. Yes. And a good sense. Okay. Let's move on. This is good. Mm -hmm. This is already good. It's already good. <laughs> and once again, what Pastor Jim said? Gooder and gooder. It gets gooder and it's going to get gooder <laughs> and gooder. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we're going to start today, but our foundational scripture now is, is it Proverbs? Is this it? Am yeah. I going here? I'm Proverbs 18? 13.10. 13.10. where it says. 13.10. What, what no, we said. 13.10, where it says. Only by pride. Yeah, not that one. The one that says just before Pride the goes before fall? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. yes. Glory be to God. Just before you fall. There was some pride to help you fall. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we get over to... Let's go. That's our intro, huh? Okay, so here we go. One of the things we want to do first is we're going to look at some scriptures. 
we're going to show you're going to see how God really feels about pride. Mm -hmm. God hates pride. Yes. I didn't say just dislikes. He he literally hates it. Let's take a look at Proverbs chapter 16. No, no. Proverbs chapter 6. And we're going to look at verses 16 and verses 17. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 and verses 17. These six things doeth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Ooh, an abomination. Go right ahead. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift and run into mischief, a false witness speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among, among the brethren. brethren. Mm. What was the very first thing he said? Mm. A, a proud, proud look. Pride. He says it's an abomination unto him. It's an aberrance. In other words, he finds it disgusting. Mm. He finds pride disgusting, and he talks about these, these, these seven things that he finds disgusting, and pride is, the first one is named, is disgusting. It's an abomination. It's an abomination. It means it's disgusting. Yes. Right? Yes, this is what That's God right. is saying. That's how ugly it is, because it is an entrance to so many things. That's right. It's ugly. That's right. It's what brought down yes. Adam and Eve. Yes, you yes. See. And God, uh, but he finds pr a proud look or pride, God finds it, he finds pridefulness morally mm. disgusting. Mm. Okay? Me, my, I, 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 I. You know, another thing is boasting. Boasting is pride. Yeah. There is never a time in your life that you should boast. Your life can boast for you. But you should never boast. Don't let anybody ever tell you it's okay to boast. No, boasting is pride in the eyes of God. You can be great. God can be, I'll put it this way. God can be great in you, and your life will speak for itself. You boast in the Lord. That's right. We boast in the, in Lord. the Lord. Yes. Not in anything. We don't boast. Even with, when it comes to the gifts that God has given you, the, the, the spiritual gifts that he's given you, those are duties. He's giving you those things, your duties that you have the courage uh, to go out and do and allow him to do in you. Things that you're doing for the kingdom. Things that you're doing for him. Yes. And you do them proudly. But you do them with humility. Yes. With yes. humility. Yes. There are a lot of people that have, you know, they have ministry gifts and things. They go, and you know, some some sometimes they, you know, you can get in the flesh about those things. And we don't want to be in the flesh about mm -hmm. those things. Because we remember that we're a vessel that we're qualified for his use. For him to use to, to do and to move and live and have his being on the inside of us. Amen. Because we recognize the gift. We recognize the anointing yes. that's upon that gift. And wait a minute, wait a minute. You recognize the gift. You recognize the anointing. And here's another thing. You'll hear people say, my anointing, Ooh. my anointing, Ooh. my anointing is this, my, you ain't got mm. no anointing. Mm. Wow. Jesus is called the Christ. He is the anointed one 
and it is his, his anointing. Amen. So until you take that position Amen. and you have that posture, you're in pride. Mm. Say that again, Pastor, please. I said, it's Jesus. You, you have no anointing. It is Jesus. It's called the Christ. He is the anointed one, and it is his anointing that he puts on you to do his will, yes. his work, yes. his anointing. Yes. But if you think it's your anointing, mm. then you're in pride. Mm. Now you see why you boast in him? We boast in him. Glory we boast in him. We glory in him. Yes. We glory in Jesus Christ. Yes. Why can't when we go into the next phase and to our second um, type subject for this for this this year, man, you're gonna see you're gonna see Christ in a way. Uh, hopefully, most of you see him as he is, but you're gonna see him as he was and as he is in such a different way. Mm. But we're not to boast in anything. We're not yeah. to stick our chest out about anything. We are to allow him to be God in us. We are to glorify Him. Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're to Amen. glorify Him. Glory to God. I'm, let me tell another statement. And this is probably going to get some people's feathers ruffled. ruffled. Your natural talents. God doesn't have to use your natural talents. That's for you naturally. That's your natural... God doesn't need anything from you other than an empty vessel. Glory be to God. You hear people all say, oh, girl, you need to be singing for the Lord with that beautiful voice. With that beautiful voice. Girl, oh, you, like, like her voice or his voice is going to make God feel any better than someone who can't sing a lick, who can't carry a tune. Because he's not looking at your voice. He's looking at your heart. Mm. Amen. Amen. Now he told all of us to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Now, some people can't sing a lick. And their voice don't sound very joyful to me. Nor does mine sound joyful to them. But if I'm praising them from my heart, it's joyful to him. Amen. So you can have a voice like you name your favorite singer or the best voice you ever heard. But if they're not singing from their heart to the Lord Amen. and seeing him as he is, mm. who's, uh, you know, seeing him as he is and worshiping and praising him from their heart, mm. then they might as well take a piece of chalk or fingernails and scrape it on the, on the, mm. on the chalkboard. Whereas I can't sing a lick, but if I'm praising him from my heart, that sounds good to him. Amen. He can sing, guys. Glory be to God. He, God needs less of you, and you need more of him. Right. Amen. Your natural gifts might get you in some doors. It might even get you to have a conversation with some people about Jesus. Let me tell you, let me tell you one more story. One of the most humble men I've ever seen in my life. I've never been around him personally. But he was a great football player. I mean, he was probably the best running back that ever had on cleats. His name is Barry Sanders. I believe he's preaching now. But this man loved God. 
He was talented. He didn't put his talents, physical talent, above the Lord. He was thankful for everything that he had, but he didn't put his talent above God. And I'm not sure he ever saw that as, uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, he, like I said, he was thankful, thank, thank, yeah, he was thankful for his, his, his uh, physical, what he was able to do physically, but he left the game on his terms. And he left comfortable. He left the game. History needed him more than he needed the history. Mm, that's good. The record books needed him more than he needed the record mm, books. That's good. He recognized that he needed Jesus more than all of that. Mm. He could have said every record there was. Wow. But he recognized, he left on his terms. He left early as far as the football was concerned, the organization was concerned. As far as everybody, you know, everybody was stunned. He left the game, but he left on his terms. And what did he do? As far as I know, he's serving God. He's still a minister, still serving God and being a blessing. Because he recognized that God was the most important thing. wasn't his physical talents. The most important thing was God wanted to use that vessel so that he could glorify God. Mm. There's nothing about you naturally that has any good or any use to God. He told you, he said, you need to die mm. so that he can live. Amen. Amen. But prior to get you to thinking, you know, I'm great this and I'm going to great that. And God gave me all this talent to do this and that. God needs you to empty yourself. Mm -hmm. Really, you just want to shine. Amen. He right. needs you to empty yourself so that mm -hmm. God can be, so you can see just how great Jesus is. Amen. 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 Okay, we can keep going. We're going to keep going, but before we go to Proverbs 18, mm -hmm. the, mm -hmm. Proverbs 8, okay, before mm -hmm. we go there, the, um, verse 19 says, the latter part of 19 says, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Mm -hmm. That's pride. If we're sowing discord among brethren or, or sister in, in our family, that's pride that's causing you to find fault and show discord. Sow discord. Because you are more important to you than others are to you. Mm. It's about you. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I actually heard this statement, and, and I know that the man didn't mean it the way that he said it. I don't believe that he did. But this thing would do you, man, I'll tell you, that was, that's a trap. It is a trap. It's not about doing you. It's about doing the will of the Lord. Yeah. It's about being available for him so that he can do him, do you? Yeah. Yeah. He is the Savior. Yeah. He is the one that brought us salvation. He's the one that brings healing to our broken bodies. He's the one that uh, fills us with the life and nature of God. Mm -hmm. Glory be to God. Amen. 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 Proverbs 8, 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth do I hate. Woo. God, the, the word of God says, the Lord says, 
there's some things that he hates. Yes, he's a God of love. But the, the, he's a God of love. And we're here because of love. That's right. He redeemed us, made a way for our redemption because of love. That's right. But there's some things that he hates. That's right. Because these things are so unlike. It's not his nature. That's right. It's not in him. Not in him. You know what's so amazing about this verse? When I look at the very first few words in this verse, verse 16. It says, the fear of the Lord, the reverence, as you reverence God, and you reverence Him with everything, as you love Him, and you reverence Him, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. It's to hate what He hates. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. So you shouldn't want yes. what He hates to operate in you, so you should want to hate it, yes. and you hate it enough that you allow God to do something in you, to do something about it. Glory because God hates these things, we should hate these things. Why? Because we trust Him. And because we reverence Him. And besides, pride is such a, it's destructive in its nature. Yes, it is. It's destructive in, in its nature. That's what it's set up to do. That's right. And he said here, this word perverse, let's look at it again. Or a forward mouth, which means a perverse mouth, right? Yes. And he says, and, and these things do, do it. In other words, here's a perverse mouth. It's one that willingly or willfully determines or disposes to counter what is desired or to counter what God desires for you to happen in your life or to counter what Jesus did for you. To counter it. To come and say, you know, listen, if Jesus says I'm healed, then I say I'm healed, regardless of what my body says. But perverse lips say, I'm sick. Oh no, I'm just so sick. Oh no, uh, uh, you know, uh, if it be the Lord's will, he'll heal me. That is the most faith-destroying mm -hmm. statement. That is perverse. He's already told you what his will is. Well, he heals some, but he doesn't heal others. Or I can see healing for somebody else, but I can't see it for myself. God hates that. He doesn't like that. He wants you, he's already told you what his will is. He needs you to grab a hold of what he says so everything else can be subject mm, to his, his word. word. He's no respecter of person. He's no respecter of person. He's none. Glory to God. And that um, um that forward mouth. Mm -hmm. Um and this is I wrote this down. One of the definite words, definitions, I guess. Is the ideal of doubleness. Duplicity. Yes, duplicity. Mm -hmm. Duplicity comes from a Latin word meaning double or twofold. Mm -hmm. Double or twofold. And its original meaning in English has to do with a kind of deception in which you intentionally hide your true feelings or intentions mm -hmm. behind false words or actions. One more thing. If you're being duplicit, say it again. Duplicit. Duplicit. <laughs> there, are two, there are two yous. There's the one that you're showing, and then there's the one that you're hiding. My, 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 my. <laughs> With that being, you know, some of you, some of you right here who are listening to this, you really don't even know who you are. Because, because here you are, when you're out here, you're this person. 
depending on your environment, depending on where you are, you become that person. But you're not, I'm going to tell you who you are right now. Who you are is that person that's there when you're by yourself. That's who you are. Because right then, and, and I'm saying you're by yourself, we know that you're never alone. We understand that. But follow, but stay with me. It's when nobody else is watching, and you can relax and just let your guard down. You can be who you are. That's who you are. So that person, so if you're wondering, you don't have to wonder no more. You don't have to wonder no more. And if when you're by yourself, you're in tears, and you're hating yourself, you know who you need to, you know who, and I'm speaking to the church right now. Christ in you mm. needs to rise up. The word of God in you needs to rise up. When the scripture says to stir up the gifts inside of you, stir up the spirit of God inside of you. Mm. Let him dominate your life. Mm. Let him dominate every area of your life. Let him rule and reign in your life. This is real, church. How many times have we heard, how many times have we heard, God didn't, God didn't, every, help me with this, what I'm trying to say. He didn't promise us every day was going to be. Well, every day is not going to be rosy. You're going to have yeah, challenges. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, basically, you, you, yeah, right. I, I don't remember. I don't remember the phrase, phrase yeah. For, but, every, but let me finish that thought. With that, yes, things are going to come. But it's not the thing coming. It's what you do with it when it comes. Mm. Amen. Hallelujah. Boy. How do you handle things when they come at you? Yes, right. indeed. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So let's not be this one person that I'm in. I'm on top of the world. And that's what pride is going to be put out there. So the world can think you got your, all of your stuff together. Mm-hmm. You just got it together. And, you know, and having a forward mouth and perverse lips. When you were talking, we were talking about that. But it causes you to turn away or reject what's right or what's good and w- or what's proper. There are things that are right. There are things that are good and proper for believers. Yes. I'm talking to the... And yes. what is it? They're all found in God's Word. All of it. Because He made everything right. He made everything good. And, and, he, and he made everything proper. His Word says, All of the promises of God are yes, and they are amen. He didn't say some of them. He didn't say he didn't say they were for some people. He said, I mean, they're for believers. They're for the righteous. All of the promises of God are yes and amen. And anything that steers you away from the promises of God, which pride does, is wicked and it's corrupt. Amen. 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 That's why we stress so much. We stress the word of God. Mm-hmm. It's the word of God. Yes, amen. That's his that's his that's that's his will. And it's his it's it's his will for our life. Amen. To live by the word, by his word. Amen. Glory amen. be to God. Where'd you want to go, Pastor? Well, go and talk about Daniel. Okay. We're gonna talk about Daniel. So we'll let's talk about talk Nebuchadnezzar. About Oh, and I well, Daniel's there, right? Yeah, yeah he's over there. So, <laughs> yeah, he's over there. So we're going to talk about Nebuchadnezzar. Um, I'm going to give you just a short background to come, because we're going to chapter 4. 
in uh, Daniel chapter 4 is where we're going. So I'm going to bring you up to Daniel chapter 4. So, you've heard, and I know you all know the story, but we're going to see, we're going to see pride in this, in this, in Nebuchadnezzar. Here's this king, King Nebuchadnezzar, let me say. So, he had, how many, he had, how many, king, how many territories or? Yeah, a bunch. A bunch of territories. <laughs> yeah. uh, he had like Babylon, Babylon. Jerusalem, yeah, mm -hmm. Jerusalem, and even Judah was given unto him. He mm -hmm. had all this territory. And he wanted, he, he had called for the best, like children, to come to him for three years so he could take these children and he could feed them, he could, they could eat from his table, grow them, mm -hmm. eat it from his table. And they had, some, they had to be the best. They had to be, have certain criteria, like every child couldn't come. So they brought these children and he was going to keep them for three years. And Daniel, four of them were Daniel, um, Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 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 These were four of all the children that, that, that came. So, in the process, so after, so Daniel, should I tell the whole thing? Go ahead. Okay. So Daniel, so he wanted them to eat from his table, but Daniel was like, no, he wasn't going to. And the, and the three, his three fellow, fellow men weren't going to eat from the king's table. They, they wanted to eat vegetables, I guess, a vegetable pulse, a vegetable soup, I guess it may be. Mm -hmm. That's what they wanted to eat. And so the eunuch, the guy who's over them, says to him, no, I mean, you're supposed to do what the king says because he could chop off my head. If you're not doing what, if I'm not feeding you what he said, and because he, after, you're going to go before him, and he wants you to be a certain way because you're eating from his table. Daniel says, just for 10 days, just give me 10 days, let me eat this soup, let us, eat, let us, let us mm -hmm. eat this soup, and after 10 days, if you don't see a difference, then, you know, um, you're fine, I will say what you, do what you say. After 10 days, there was a difference, a huge difference. So now... They go after the, the three years. They go before the king, and the king sees da, 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 how great these they they are ten times. They stand ten times superior to the rest of these the children. The group they called in. So now he they they're appointed. Daniel and the three are appointed. It's the king. So now now you know about the dream that the king had, right? And he wanted and nobody. He called nobody could interpret the, the dream. In fact, he wanted you to tell, he was like, tell me the dream and then tell me the interpretation. Then I'll know if you... Then I'll know if, you know, if you're... A, this is true. Right? Yes, right. If you're real. Right. Nobody could do that. And so, he sent, makes a proclamation, kill all of them. Kill all the, 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 the wise men because nobody's wise, so nobody can know my dream and then t interpret it. So when, they, when Daniel was like, why is he doing this? And so, they tell him what happened. He's like, I will go before the king and I will interpreted the dream and he does and and, and it's a good that he tells him the dream he tells him the interpretation and it's good so the king is so happy the king is so happy with his um, interpretation that what the king does I want to say what the king what the king does is he appoints um, he gives Daniel as well as the followers positions positions but listen to this listen to this. After he, he does the dream, after he tells him the dream, and Daniel do, 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 2, no, this is Daniel 2, 37. This is what the Lord, I want you to keep this scripture in mind, Daniel 2, 37. The Lord, thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. Keep that verse in mind. 
So we go through the process, and this happens, and then um, after Daniel interprets it, the king, it says it right here, the king bows down and he worships Daniel. And um, 2.46, then the king, of ne the king Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and worshiped Daniel and commanded that they should offer an ob ob oblation and sweet odors uh, unto him. The king answered unto Daniel and said, Oh, the truth it is true that your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldst reveal this secret. So you're seeing God appointed him king, right? And then he, with, with what, with, he worships Daniel. He bows down and worships <laughs> Daniel. And then after that, and then he says in verse in 47, your God is a God of gods. He didn't know, he didn't say that his God. He, he said, he didn't make him his God. He says, your God. Mm -hmm. So he is so excited. He knows the dream, the, the interpretation, everything is good. So then he decides he's going to make this, this, this big statue. And I think I read the statue was like 90 feet tall and 9 feet mm -hmm. wide, this huge statue. The scripture doesn't say it, but I think mm -hmm. it's a scripture of himself. It's actually an uh, image yeah, okay. of himself. That's, yeah, that's of himself, was an image of himself. Of himself. And so he wants everybody, everybody, all the nations, when, the, when you hear the, the music and the, all this going on, you bow down and worship this God, this statue. He wants everybody to do that. But guess what? And you know the story. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, no. I'm not going to do it. The king, when the king puts out a decree, you you do what the king says, or you can die. Suffer consequences. Yes, you suffer the consequences. He could take your life if you don't follow his decree. They weren't going to do it. So, and and there was the consequences were. You're they threw him into a fiery furnace. That was heated it seven times hotter than it was. Threw him into a fiery furnace. Fiery furnace. But God. But God. <laughs> Amen. But God. And so then, so that all brings us up to Daniel, and we know what happened. They came out without, hair was fine, didn't even... No, no hair no, singed anything, anything. Not even, didn't even have an odor. In fact, the people who threw them in... They burned it. They burned it, yep. So that brings us up to Daniel 4.30. We're going to read Daniel 4.30 to 34, and it reads, The king spake and said, It's not the great Babylon that I have built. <laughs> remember, remember I told you to remember back there, 237, when God, let me show, let me, I want you to, I want you to, let me go back and, I want you to get this, I want you to get this, because this is what pride will do. That's why I want you to get it. 237, thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven have given thee a kingdom. The God of heaven have given thee power. The God of heaven have given thee strength. And the God of heaven hath given thee glory. The God of heaven. What, he, what he's saying here in 4.30, he's saying, it's not this great Babylon that I, that have, built I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty. We God did this, but he's taking the glory 
Pride will make you think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. Yeah. Pride will make you think that you accomplished that. You know, pride will make a pastor think that the people belong to him. Amen. Amen. It's an ugly thing. It is. We see why God hates mm -hmm. it. It's an abomination. Yeah. While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken. The kingdom is departed from thee. God did it. God did it. Hmm. But it departed. God didn't take it. It departed and left. Because of pride. Because now he's saying, he's thinking, this is what he's thinking. He can sit back and he can look at, these, at Babylon and Jer Jerusalem and say, I did this. No, you didn't. Yeah, but look what happened in verse 32 and 33. Verse 32. And they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee until thou knowest that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whom? Whenever he will. So ever he will. The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from men and did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hairs were grown like, with, like eagles, feathers, and his nails like bird's claws. He no place to even sleep. And at the end of the days of Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes into heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me. And I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Let me read verse 37. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of Heaven, all whose works are truth and his ways judgment, <laughs> and those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. <laughs> you know? In other words, he's able to abase, meaning he is able to humble them, yes. to subdue them, and to bring them down. Yes. Now, that is, now I'm going to go over for the sake of time and go over to verse chapter 5, verse 20. And here is when they were talking about, uh, they were talking to, I believe it's his son, all right, Belshazzar, whatever. And he says this in verse 20, he says, but, chapter 5, verse 20, but when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, he departed, I'm, I'm sorry, he was disposed from his kingly throne and they took his glory from him. Pride goes before destruction. Pride will bring you down every time. It will destroy you. It will set you up to fail. It, it will be a hard fall every, every time. Every time. Every yeah. time. Amen. Thank God for Jesus. Yes. Every Thank time. God for Jesus Christ. Our Lord, yes, Lord and our Savior, glory mm -hmm. to God. Yes, Lord Were you going to Deuteronomy? Mm -hmm. I could, um, yeah, I'll read Deuteronomy real quick. Deuteronomy 8, 11 through 20. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 8, 11 through 20. 11 through 20. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God, and not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day, to bless 
For thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein. And when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thy heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God. Beware of this. Beware of this. And thou forget. And we see this is what Nebuchadnezzar did. That thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock, who fed thee in the wilderness with a manna, with thy fathers knew, which thy fathers knew not, that thy might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good, and thy latter end. Mm. And he may prove you to do that good in that latter end. Amen. You know, humility. Humility. He can work in humility. God yes. works in humility. in humility. He loves humility. Yes. He can work. He can be the God that he is. Listen, you know, some they talk about God being a jealous God. God doesn't want any other power working in your life. Mm. He wants his power working in your life. He's given us the blessed Holy Spirit. But he, the first thing he gave every believer, after he forgave him, after he was merciful to him, was he gave him grace. He gave him grace. His ability, strength, capacity was available for every, is available for every believer. Amen. Yes. But the scripture says he gives more grace. He gives grace to the humble. The scripture says he will exalt you mm, in due time. Amen. You see, we, you know, we're in danger of exalting ourselves. We're in danger of letting other people exalt us. Beware. But beware. Because, but he says he will exalt you in due God is the one who exalts people. God is the one who ordains people. God is the one who it, it, it's his kingdom. Jesus is the King of Kings, and He is the Lord of Lords. And it is King, it is His kingdom. The scripture says that the government is upon His shoulder. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And until Amen. we have that picture, we'll never walk mm -hmm. in the complete and total blessing of the Lord. Mm -hmm. We'll never truly understand who we are. And and I'm telling you, we always talk about you need to know who you are. You hear what you really need to know. You need to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Yes. Yes. You need to know and understand who you are in Christ Jesus, yes. not independent of Jesus, but in Christ Jesus. That's why I said all your natural gifts is wonderful that you got them. It's wonderful that that uh, that that, uh, that uh, Michael Jordan can fly through the air on one side of the rim, and LeBron can fly through the other side. And it's wonderful that that, that Tiger Woods could 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 be one of the greatest golfers of all times. And it's Tell wonderful. It. Yeah, it's wonderful that that Whitney Houston had one of the most beautiful voices you ever wanted to hear. Great talent. But all of that is nothing. Because nothing that we have in everything that we had, he called our, he calls us, our flesh is corruption. Mm. Your flesh will never see God. Yeah. 
The only reason your flesh is any good today is because he quickens your mortal body so that he can do and be in you what he wants to do and be in you and I. Mm, that's good. He wants us to be totally empty of ourselves and totally filled with him. Glory to God. He's given us his life and nature, his ability, his strength, his capacity, his, 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 so we can live and be like him. Yes. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Let's take a picture. I mean, let's take a, a look at Jesus. Mm -hmm. Philippians. Philippians 2, right? Yeah, Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Yeah, I'm going to read this one, okay? I, I went to school. We went to the same school. We went to night school. We can't read in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to start at verse 1. This is so important. This is so good. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any vows of mercy, fulfill you my joy, that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Do you know love? I was talking to my precious daughter-in-law yesterday. We were talking about love. You know love. We all, love is unselfish. Amen. I was talking about submitting. And I said, we submit to love. Women, when a woman submits to her husband, she submits to love. Mm -hmm. And when we submit to Jesus, it's because he loves us. Right? Mm -hmm. We submit to love. And it went on and said, that you, and, and you know, when you, when you walk in love, cries out the window. Mm, that's good. Let's keep going. And he says here, let nothing be done through strife. Uh-oh. What do we find out about pride? It brings strife. Mm -hmm. Or vainglory. There it is again. But in lowliness and humbleness, and the humbleness of mind or lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Mm. Pride won't let you. Man, you got these guys. One is the biggest thing, going back to sports again. Everything is, who is the greatest player of all time? And then so you tell, you say this to one of these guys, well, he was the greatest player of all time. Well, then he's going to tell you reasons why he was the greatest of all time. All right, let's keep going. I'm just showing you. But he said, let not every man look upon his own things, but every man also on the things of others. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let's find out what kind of mind this is. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God. Now, he was in the form of God. He was God. It was God the Father, God the Word, and God the Holy Spirit. Jesus was God the Word. Mm -hmm. He thought in that robbery he'd be equal with God because he was. He says, but made himself of no reputation. He did not come down here saying, I'm the word of God. You're going to do what I said do. Mm -hmm. He did not do that. He did not come around pushing people around and looking down on people and doing all this stuff. It says, but made of himself no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. Look at him. He's evil with sinners. Let me tell you something. I'm going to say this too and I'm probably going to get some folks upset but you know, I believe there are people that think that because they hold an office in the body of Christ, yeah. that people have served them. Mm. Mm. 
But if Jesus was a servant, buddy, buddy yet, you better become a servant. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, one of the things I like about being a pastor is very simple. Pastor's job to me is very simple. When God sent us out to minister, one of the things, when I'm telling you, I'm saying it again, when God sent us out to minister, one of the things that he put in both of our hearts together, he spoke to us, you had to do two things in particular. Teach the word and love the people. Yeah. See, a teacher, a pastor, is, is you see it one time in the New Testament, and in the Greek it means shepherd. And so what does a shepherd do? He feeds the sheep, and he loves the sheep. And he cares for the sheep. And we're under shepherds. We feed the sheep, the word that God gives us to feed them. And this word should always take them to the chief shepherd. Amen. Should always take them to the chief shepherd. We don't own the people. We don't possess the people. They're not my people. They're God's people. Amen. When he told Peter, he said, feed my sheep. He didn't say, Peter, feed your sheep. He said, Peter, feed my sheep. See, we're not to draw people to ourselves. We're to lead people to Jesus. Right. Can I say something too right now when you're saying that? And honestly, I really, really hope that this doesn't, I'm going to say it. Those of us who say church hurt, I do not like that term. Church hurt? What are you saying? Did the church hurt you? Are you saying that you put your trust in a, a pastor or a bishop or you put your trust in some man or some woman? And that person hurt you? Your trust is, is in what? Your trust is in the Lord. And that's something that has to be articulated. Ministers should articulate that. Yeah. Yeah, because there, I understand some people get hurt because they don't understand that. Look, you know, that's a man. It's a man. Oh, that's a woman. Or that's this. So we understand that. You but, may have been disappointed. Yeah. But if you felt, if you felt church hurt, Today, I'm going to tell you, we're going to get you some relief. Yes. We're going to bring you some relief right yes. now. Yes, yes, yes. Put your trust yes. in what Jesus did for you. Yes. Come on. He'll Put your trust you. in what Jesus has done, yes. not what men do. Amen. And, Amen. And, and so now your hunger should be, I need to find a place that I can go find out about this trust that I'm to have in Jesus Christ yeah. and why I'm to have trust in Jesus. He will heal your hurt and you will not be hurt again. He will heal Amen. you because your trust is going to be in him. That's right. Amen. He'll get a lot of people well. Amen. He Amen. came, what the scripture says, he came to seek and save the lost. Yes. He came to heal the broken, uh, what, yes. he, uh, what is it, heal the sick and the mend the broken hearts and, you know, like, paraphrasing, but you, you get the point. Let's keep going because this is critical right here. We want to close out with this. Yes. And we're talking about Jesus here. He thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself no reputation, took up on him in the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. He was a man on this earth. And being found in fashion as a man, he did what? He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. He humbled himself. Mm-hmm. He became obedient. And thank God he did, else we wouldn't have this room. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't mm-hmm. be where we are. He, obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him. You can't get any more exalted than Jesus says. And he was exalted because of his humility. His obedience to God and his humility. Praise God. Remember the scripture says, 
that he will exalt you in due time. Humble yourself and he will exalt you in due time. Well, we see a perfect example of that right here. Even the depths of the cross. And then he says, that at the name of Jesus, he was exalted so high because of his humility, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of in heaven, of things in earth, and of things under the earth. And that, that, the, and, 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 and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of the Father. Amen. 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 Glory to God. That's good news. Glory to God. That's we've, good news. We've got a few more weeks to point out Thank some pride, some places that you, where pride goes into places that you don't even realize. Mm -hmm. I know you don't want to be prideful. And I know after today you don't want to be prideful because you've been made aware that God hates it. And he calls it disgusting. And there's nothing about his children that is disgusting. Mm. And he doesn't want his children living under disgusting conditions. Mm. He wants his children to live and look like him. Yes. He wants us to be humble. He wants us to, to recognize the great, how God wants us to recognize how great our Savior is. And how he has been exalted to the highest place. Amen. And that the government is upon his shoulders. That it's his kingdom. And we've come into his kingdom. And he backs his kingdom with all of his power. Glory be to God. With his word and all of his power. Amen? Amen. Amen. Oh, glory, to God. glory to God. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for you, woman of God. Thank God for you, man Thank God. God for all these brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. And I thank God for the lost that are going to be saved. I thank God for those of you today that have come on and you, and you say, oh, I, I've never made Jesus my Lord and Savior. So if, if I ask you, any of you, if you were saved, if I ask you and you say, well, yeah, I'm saved, well, how do you know you're saved? Have you asked Jesus to come? Have you recognized that Jesus, first of all, died for you? That he died for you? That you were an old sinner and you needed a Savior that you couldn't Amen. save yourself? That Jesus came once again, here it is again, you know, that Jesus came to do something for you that you couldn't do for yourself? Would you ask him today to come into your heart? Would you say, Jesus, I can't save myself. I need a savior. That the wages of sin is death. I'm here to tell you the wages of sin is death. And, and if you committed one sin, you're guilty of them all. If you're going to be judged by sin, you could have committed one sin through your whole life. You'll, you're guilty. You, you'll die. But Thank Jesus, you, Jesus for what he did. Thank you, Jesus. The righteous died for the unrighteous. Thank you, Jesus. He paid a price that we couldn't pay for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if you'll ask him today, Jesus, if you'll tell him, Jesus, I recognize that you paid a price for me that I couldn't pay. And Jesus, I need you to come and live your life on the inside of me. I, I make room for you right now that I'm weak and I'm without strength. And I can't stop doing the things that I did and the things that I do and the things that I think. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to live on the inside of me. Thank fill you, me Jesus. full of your grace, full of your virtue, so that I can so that I can live this life that you've given us. Thank you for the new life. Thank you, Jesus. If you'll say, Jesus, live in my life. If you'll say, God, Father God, I believe that Jesus died for me. And I believe that he's resurrected. I believe he's alive and that he's with you and he's the head of the church. Amen. Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, Father, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior this day. 
I believe in my heart, and I confess with my mouth Jesus died for me. The word says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Yes. And he says, with the heart man believes on the righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Yeah. Amen. 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 This is Jesus. Father, I receive Jesus, and I receive him in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you made that confession, Amen. if you made that profession this Amen. morning, confession, you're a born-again believer. You, are, We welcome you into the family of God, and more importantly, God welcomes you into the family of God, and all of heaven is rejoicing for you right now. Amen. And now you need to find a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that puts Jesus out front, that believes Jesus, that believes, teaches Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection, and how important he is to our everyday life today yes. and so and, and the information's on the screen about our church if you feel like this is a place for you we welcome you here to fellowship at our local church but uh but wherever you may be all across the country all around the world there are churches everywhere no churches there's no one church there's one big church and there's a big god Amen. and there's a big savior who's called the christ the anointed one and his anointing is out there to bring you in and his anointing is there to keep you yes amen amen, amen. all right glory to, god. glory to god remember remember to love the message comment on the message and share the message that will help promote this message all over the world and it's all over now but, but do your part. We're asking that you do your part in getting this message out to believers and to those who don't believe yet. Because we want them to come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. All right. I want to say one last thing. I want to say it with me. We're going bye-bye. I want you to say, my hope, my hope, my expectation, my expectation is in Jesus. Is in Jesus. It's in the Lord. It's in the Lord. Amen. Amen. My face. Amen. Amen. Glory to, Glory to God. We love you. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us.